Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 333 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today part 1 of the Zohar, page 182a in Aramaic and in English. I'm going to begin by just reading a little bit of what I read yesterday, but only in English, so we can have some context. I'll read now from page 104 of the Pritzker edition, Zohar, volume 3, translated by Professor Daniel Matt. Um, I'm going to look now at the second paragraph, and uh, when I get to where I left off, I'll pick up with the Aramaic. Come and see what is written. The servant took, as has been said, ten camels, ten rungs ruled by this servant corresponding to the pattern above. From his lord's camels, matching that pattern precisely, as has been said, oh, by the way, we're... Um, these quotes that we're commenting on are from Genesis twenty four, ten. Uh, Genesis twenty four ten, uh, and from his lord's camels, matching that pattern precisely as has been said. This servant rules and is arrayed in them, with all the bounty of his lord in his hand, all that bounty in the supernal spirits issuing from those lights and supernal lamps. With all the bounty of his lord, performance performed by the sun with the moon. And he rose and went to Aram Naharaim, the site in the Holy Land where Rachel wept when the temple was destroyed. He had the camels kneel outside the city by the well of water, again Genesis 24, this time verse 11, so that her powers and potencies would be invigorated fittingly before she enters to raise those bodies at evening time. Genesis twenty four eleven. What does this mean? Sabbath Eve, a time in the sixth millennium. That's where I left off yesterday. I'll pick up right there with the Aramaic, uh, where it says the eight erev, and in the English at evening time. The eight erev kemadata mel ولعوضتو <laughs> Oraita begin de it asku la shaava mi me me oraita ve it takafu be ilana de haye ve inun yifkun bekadmita de ilana de haye garma lon di kumun bekadmita kema de itmao uvenot an sheha il yot ot. My yotot, Kemada Adamer, Vaaretz Refaim Tapil, Dezamina Ara la Miflat Mina Kol Gufin de Inun Begava, Vealdaktiv Yotot, Lish of Maim, Lenatla Nishmata Ulkablala Kedekaya Ut, Mitakna Meatra Kedekahaze, Vayana Ara Sherum Al. Hatina Hadech Veshte Begin de Ha Itmao, the whole Inun Nishmatin, the Alma de It Kaimu, Behai Alma, Veishtadlu, Laminda, Lamarehon, Beraza de Hochmeta Ilaa, Ihi Salka, Veit. 
kaimat bedarga ila al kol inun de la it dabku vela yad u inun it kaimun bekadmita vedahu shelta de kaima hahu eved le mishal ulaminda bemad it askat hahin nishmata bahayama. At evening time, as is said, and to his labor until evening, Psalms 104.23, and similarly for shadows of evening are stretched, Jeremiah 6.4. At the time when the water drawers come out, again we're looking at Genesis 24.11, for then they are destined to rise and revive ahead of all other inhabitants of the world, those drawing waters of Torah, because they exerted themselves drawing from waters of Torah and embrace the tree of life, they will emerge first, since the tree of life causes them to rise first, as has been said. And the daughters of the townsmen are coming out. Genesis twenty four thirteen. What does coming out mean? As is said, an earth will bring forth shades. Isaiah twenty six nineteen. For earth is destined to disgorge all bodies within her. So it is written, coming out. To draw water, to absorb the soul, receive her fittingly, arrayed suitably in her realm. May it be that the maiden to whom I say, please tip your jug so I may drink. Genesis twenty four fourteen. Because, as has been said, every soul of the world existing in this world who strove to know her Lord through the mystery of supernal wisdom ascends and endures on a high rung. Above all those who did not grasp or know, they are, they are resurrected first. And this is the question that servant is poised to ask to discover how did that soul occupy herself in this world. It's interesting taking this Genesis 24 and interpreting it as prophecy for... Uh, very interesting footnote 136 into his labor until evening the verse describes the daily routine man goes out to his work into his labor until evening here the labor until evening is Metatron's work of resurrection which will occupy him toward the end of the sixth millennial day the eve of the messiah footnote 137 foreshadows of evening are stretched from a lament put in the mouths of the besieged residents of jerusalem under attack by the babylonian army woe to us for the day is fading foreshadows of evening are stretched here the image signifies the closing hours of, of the sixth millennial day when resurrection begins or when judgment symbolized by evening dominates the world footnote 138 those draw, drawing waters of torah embrace the tree of life devoted students of torah Rediscover the tree of life and will taste resurrection first. According to the praise of wisdom in Proverbs 3.18, she is a tree of life to those who grasp her. See Brachot 32b, 61b. In Kabbalah, both Torah and tree of life symbolize Tiferet, trunk of the spherotic tree. Footnote 140, coming out and earth will bring forth shades. The daughters coming out symbolize bodies emerging from the earth. I have adopted the reading of O.Y. Uh, that's, he adopted that reading. Uh, quote, to disgorge all goofy in bodies instead of the version reflected in the other uh, texts, other versions of the, of the Zohar, all ruchin spirits. Footnote 141, her realm, the celestial garden of Eden, residence of disembodied souls. 
Footnote 143, question that servant is poised to ask. See Shabbat 31a, Rava said, when a human is led in for judgment, he is asked, were you honest in your business dealings? Did you, did you set aside time for Torah? Did you generate new life? Did you await salvation? Did you engage in the dialectics of wisdom? Did you understand one thing from another? Here the servant Metatron poses a similar question to see if this soul is worthy of early resurrection. Um, that quote from Shabbat 31a is nice um, to think about uh, on the high holidays um, when, especially in Yom Kippur, we're rehearsing our own death. Ve'amra elai gam atashte ant ba'e lemishte ule'it shakya bekadmita Uvatrach vegam ligmalecha ashke begin de hol inun sha'ar tichin af algav de it shakyan mehai darga kulhu it shakyan mi pulchana de tzadikaya de yad e pulchana de marehon kidekayaut vetzadikaya yad e la sapka la hol darga vedarga kidekayaut Vealda vegam ligmalecha ashke vadai hi haisha asher hochiach adonai leven adonai leven adoni vadai ihu hahu gufa de isdaman la ahi nishmata ila. And she says to me, Drink yourself, you should drink and be watered first. Then after you and your camels too I will water, for all those other chariots though watered by this rung are all watered by the worship of the righteous, who know how to serve their Lord properly, since the righteous know how to supply each and every rung fittingly. So, and your camels too I will water, surely she is the woman whom Yudhe Vavhe has appointed for my Lord's son, surely that is the body destined for this supernal soul. Footnote 144, drink yourself and your camels too, I will water. The soul responds to Metatron, you should drink and be nourished first, then I will water the angels beneath you. The nourishment derives from the soul's righteousness and study of Torah, which stimulate emanation from above. On the angelic camels, see above, note 129. Footnote 145, all those other chariots watered by the righteous, the angelic powers are nourished by Metatron, but both his flow and theirs depend on human devotion. The righteous know how to direct this sustenance through the intricate channels and pathways of heaven. Footnote 146. So, and your camels too, surely she is the woman. According to the biblical context, if she says, and your camels too, I will water, then she is the wife-to-be. Allegorically, the woman represents the body destined for the sublime soul. Tachaze de haitmal de tiuvta de duhura lagabe nukva avid nishmata, ve tiuvta de nukva lagabe duhura salka, ve it arav behada de la eila, ve it clil da beda ve avid nishmata, uveginka hi aisha, dahu gufa vadai de ihi zmina. Lahahur Uta de Nishmata de Nafka min Dhura, Veinun Gufin Zaminin, Leit Ara Bekadmita Kidekaam Kide Amaran, Ulavata de 
אילן יקומון יקומון כל אחרנין דבישאר ארן ויתקיימון בקיום השלים ויתחדתון בחדתותא דסיהרה ויתחדש ארמה כמלכנמין וכדין בהרו זימנה כתיב ישמח אדוני במעשיו ובגין כך הנה ישכיל עבדי לאהדרה נשמתין כל חד וחד לאתרי ירום ונישא וגבה מאוד מסיטרא דכל אינון דרגין אילאין כדכאמרן כאשר שממו עליך רבים כן משחת מאיש מראהו תאחזי דהא איתמר דחד איתחרב במקדשה ושכינתא איתגלי בגו ארה נוכריין בעינייהו. מכתיב הן אראה לם צעקו חוצה מלאכי שלום מר יפקיון. כולהו בכו אלדה וקשירו בכייה ואבלה. וכל דא עלה דשכינתא דאיתגליה מאתרא וכמה דאיהי משתנית מקמא דהבת ובכי בעלה לה נהיר נהורי ואישתנה מקמא דהבה דכתיב חשך השמש בצאתו ועלדה כתיב כן משחת, האיש, משחת מאיש מראהו Come and see what has been said. Desire of male for female generates soul. Desire of female for male ascends and blends with the one above, one and the other intermingling, generating soul. So she is the woman. That is surely the body destined for that desire of soul issuing from the male. Those bodies are destined to rouse first, as we have said, and after these rise, all the rest in other lands will rise be resurrected in full existence, renewed with the renewal of the moon. The world will be renewed as originally, and of that time as written, Yudhevavhe will rejoice in his works. Psalms 104.31 Therefore, see, my servant Yaskil shall discern, Isaiah 52.13, restoring souls, every single one to its sight. He shall be exalted and raised and be very high from the aspect of all those supernal rungs, as we have said. Just as many were appalled at you, his appearance marred beyond that of man. Come and see what has been said when the temple was destroyed and Shekhinah was exiled in alien lands among them. What is written? Behold, the Erelim cried outside, angels of peace weep bitterly. Isaiah 33.7 They all wept over this, linking weeping with mourning, all for Shekhinah exiled from her domain. Just as she changes from what she was, so too her husband no longer beams his radiance. And has changed from what he was, as is written, the sun darkens as it rises. Isaiah 13.30 So it is written, his appearance marred beyond that of man. Footnote 147, desire of male for female generates soul. The soul is engendered by a mingling of the divine couple's overflowing desires, which yields both male and female aspects of the soul. 
Come and see desire of male for male generates soul. Sorry, desire of female for male generates soul. Desire of male for female generates soul. Passion desire, passionate desire of male for female, and is clinging to her pours forth soul. He encompasses desire of female, absorbing it. So lower desire is comprised within desire above, becoming one passion, undivided. Then female absorbs all, is impregnated by male. Both desires cleaving as one, so all comprises one another. Footnote 148, that desire of soul, the soul engendered by desire. Footnote 149, those bodies are destined to rouse first. Those who have delved into wisdom will rise first, followed by the others. Footnote 150, Yudevave will rejoice in his work will rejoice in his works. Only then will joy be appropriate. Footnote 151, Yaskil shall discern. Restoring souls, having completed his lengthy allegorical reading of Genesis 24, Rabbi Shimon resumes his discussion of Isaiah 52, 13-14. Now he understands the, ver the verb yaskil shall discern, referring to Metatron's ability to identify each soul's sight, its earthly body, now resurrected and renewed. Footnote 154, Shekhinah was exiled in alien lands, among them sharing and assuaging their torment. See Megillah 29a, Rabbi Shimon, son of Yochai, says, Come and see how beloved are Israel in the sight of the Blessed Holy One. Wherever they went in exile, Shekhinah accompanied them. When they were exiled to Egypt, Shekhinah was with them. When they were exiled to Babylon, Shekhinah was with them. And even when they are destined to be redeemed, Shekhinah will be with them. Footnote 155, Erelim, Hebrew Erelam, a word whose form and meaning are dubious. In the verse in Isaiah, it has sometimes been translated, they're valiant ones, they're brave men, referring to the Judeans withstanding Sennacherib's uh, onslaught. In rabbinic tradition, the word erelam is transformed into erelim, meaning angels or a group of angels, while in medieval angelology, they constitute one of ten such classes. Here, the erelim and the other angels are appalled at the condition of Shekhinah. Footnote 156, her domain, the temple, and the land of Israel. Footnote 157, her husband no longer beams his radiance. Tiferet, symbolized by the sun, no longer shines. He has lost his former radiance, that of the divine man. Devar acher, ken mishchat meish marehu, mehai eved de ishtane diukne begat. Begavnoi Mikma Dhava Davarachel Ken Mishrat Meish Marehu Kema Dichtiv Albish Shamaim Kadrut Vesak Asim Kesutam Dehami Yoma de Itchariv Be Maktasha La Kaimu Shamaim Binhora Dilhon Veraza Demila Birchan La Sharyan Ella Beatra de it de ishtakahu de harvenukva velkmuha. Kemadihtiv Zahar unekeva beraam vayavarechotam, uvegin kach mishrat me ish mareu, veda kemadihtiv at sadik avad, avud o neevad laktiv, ela avad. De la shalyan birchan elebatar de ishtakahu de harvenukva kahada kemada itmal. Begin de ha 
ההוא זימנה לה אשתקח דחורה בהדה. Alternatively, his appearance marred by beyond that of man, spoken of the servant whose form changed its hue. Alternatively, his appearance marred beyond that of a man, as is written, I clothe the heavens in blackness and make sackcloth in their covering. I guess that's Isaiah as well, but 53. For ever since the day that the temple was destroyed, the heavens have not sustained their radiance. Mystery of the matter. Blessings abide solely in a place where male and female are found. This has been established, as is written, male and female, he created them and he blessed them, Genesis 5.2. Therefore his appearance marred beyond that of man. This corresponds to what is written, the righteous one, Avad, loses, Isaiah 57.1. It is not written, Avud is lost or Ne'evad is destroyed, but rather, Avad loses, since blessings abide only in a place where male and female appear as one, as has been said. For look, at that time, male is not found with her. Footnote 158, this servant whose form changed its hue, Metatron is also dimmed by the destruction of the temple. On his colors, see above, page 102, note 116. On his designation as servant, see above, notes 8 and 113. Footnote 159, his appearance marred, I clothe the heavens in blackness. According to this interpretation, his appearance refers to the appearance of the heavens, which, ever since the destruction of a temple, have lost their luster. Brachot 59a, Rafram, son of Papa, said in the name of Rav Chista, ever since the day that the temple was destroyed, the sky has not appeared in all its purity, as is said. I clothe the heavens in blackness, make and make sackcloth their covering. Footnote 160, blessings abide solely where male and female are found. When the divine couple is united, otherwise both male and female lack blessing. Yevamot 62b, Rabbi Tanchum said in the name of Rabbi Chanilai, any man without a wife is without joy, without blessing, without goodness. Footnote 161, therefore his appearance marred beyond that of man. The, appear the appearance of the divine male no longer resembles his original nature, that of man. Footnote 160. Two, the righteous one avad loses. The phrase is usually translated, the righteous one perishes. Rabbi Shimon understands it to mean that Yesod, foundation known as righteous one, loses the flow of emanation from above. Footnote 163. At that time, male is not with her. Male is not found with her. Uh... At that time is during exile. All right, well, that's it for today's reading. Uh, if I don't, if you don't catch me tomorrow, I'll catch you after Shabbos. If you don't catch me after Shabbos, I'll catch you after the new year. If you don't catch me then, I'll see you around. Take care. <laughs>